ஹாய் ஐ முரளி சுவாமிநாதன் ஃப்ரம் டப்ளின் ஒஹாயோ யுஎஸ்ஏ தேங்க்யூ ஃபார் சூஸிங் டு லிசன் டு மை பாட்காஸ்ட் திஸ் பாட்காஸ்ட் இஸ் அ புக் ஐ ஹவ் ஆத்தர்ட் கால்ட் அன்லாக்கிங் இன்னர் பீஸ் ஒன் ஸ்டெப் அட் அ டைம் அண்ட் ஈச் எபிசோட் வில் கவர் அ சாப்டர் ஃப்ரம் தட் புக் ஐ ஹவ் ரிட்டர்ன் திஸ் பாட்காஸ்ட் இஸ் மென் ஃபார் ஆல் த பீப்புள் ஹூ வாண்ட் டு அச்சீவ் செல்ஃப் மேஸ்டரி பட் கெனாட் கெட் ஸ்டார்டட் அண்ட் எனிவன் interested in improving the quality of life and bringing peace to themselves and others part 2 consistent habits to cultivate this episode will focus on chapter 16 title develop gratitude to the podcast series called unlocking inner peace one step at a time I will publish one episode every Sunday until I complete all 18 chapters from my book. Choosing to be positive and having a grateful attitude will determine how you will live your life. You may be without a job, have a illness or face a difficult situation right now. When you go through difficult times, it is hard to see the good that exists amid your troubles but by being more grateful for what you do have you can increase your happiness by 25% according to Dr Robert Emmons psychology professor University of California and author of the book thanks how practicing gratitude can make you happier In his book Dr Emmons outlines strategies for cultivating thankfulness and discusses his research on gratitude's effects We have discovered that a person who experiences gratitude can cope more effectively with everyday stress may show increased resilience in the face of trauma induced stress and may recover more quickly from illness and benefit from greater physical health he says that gratitude is one of the few things that can measurably change people's lives guiding principle of gratitude this is one of the guiding principles of my life it does not matter how much i have what really matters is what i do with what i have During the 1983 Cricket World Cup, Kapil Dev, the captain of the Indian team, did not have the most talented team, but he knew what to do with that team. Hence, India was able to win the World Cup. This attitude was enabled a little boy who hailed from a fishing hamlet in India to become the president of India and one of the most outstanding role models of the country. Yes, I am talking about Dr. A.P.J. Abdul Kalam. You see, a lot of people do not progress well in their lives. That is because they sit on the excuse that they don't have money, intelligence, educational background or family support or they give a million other reasons. As long as you keep directing your intelligence on why you cannot do something, you will find enough reasons to not to do it please give yourself a chance give a directions to your intelligence stop thinking about 
why a task cannot be done and start thinking about how you can do it you will definitely find answers people who direct their intelligence on how they can do things commit themselves to their life with the principle i talked about earlier it does not matter how much you have what really matters is what you do with what you have gratitude of the farmer under challenging times once there was a crisis in a village the monsoon had betrayed the farmers of the village usually during harvest season the farmers got seven truck loads of yield for every truck loads of seeds but that year due to the monsoon failure they got just one truck load of seeds the entire village was plunged in great depression at that time a little boy saw his father through the window his father was praying in the paddy fields he was thanking god thank you god you at least returned the seeds to me i planted a truck load and then you gave back a truck load thank you lord curious the son went to his father and asked him when the entire village feels that the monsoon had betrayed the farmers what makes you think that you should be grateful to god the father smiled at his son and said my son never focus on what has left you always focus on what you are left with because with that you can build your future so rather than thinking who else is more intelligent than you start focusing on what you can do with the intelligence you have rather than complaining that you don't you don't have the requisite educational qualifications start focusing on what you can do with your qualifications rather than complaining that your vocabulary is not right and your grammar is not good focus on the language you have i know that many people have much better vocabulary than what i have i know i am no way closer to them in language skills but i always focus on using what i have when communicating this has worked wonders for me never focus on what and who has left you always focus on what and who you are left with with this you can build infinite possibilities be happy with the little you have there are people who have less than you but still they manage to smile let's talk about what legends and others did to succeed don bradman and sachin tendulkar never saw their height as their limitation they achieved tall feats on the cricket field stevie wonder never made his blindness as an excuse he could compose great music that won the grammy award milton never made an excuse despite being blind he could write great poetry his paradise lost is one of the most brilliant poetry that humans can ever read as he never made his deafness as excuse beethoven created one of the greatest symphonies of all time einstein never cribbed about his hunchback and the world experienced one of the most outstanding scientists of all time 
Nicholas Uichi, a painter, swimmer, skydiver, and motivational speaker born without arms and legs. The story of perseverance is not true only of legendary people. We all see such brilliant people around us in our lives. You see them too. You can get inspired by them. All of them will have the same principle. So, when you study the lives of legendary people and the people around you, you will notice a common thread. It does not matter how much they have. What really matters is what they do with what they have. A beautiful story on gratitude. There were a master and a disciple who regularly went to the forest to practice penance. After six months, they used to come back to the town, take rest and again go back to the woods to practice penance. So once, when they were coming back from the forest to the town, from a distance, they could see the hut they were supposed to stay in. The winds had blown away half the roof. It was evident to them that it could be cold inside the hut. The disciple got upset about this and said, There seems to be no spiritual justice. For six months, we were practicing penance. We did all the spiritual practices. We are coming back to town now. Our lives should be better if there is anything called spirituality. But here, half the roof of has already blown away in the wind and it is going to be so cold inside the heart. As he was complaining, he saw the master had gone down on his knees in prayer. He prayed, Lord, your ways are your ways. Thank you so much. For six months, we were so focused on our penance. We never took a bath. We were so focused on our penance in the midst of natural ventilation. I thought about how we would go to a hut and feel claustrophobic because everything will be closed. Your mercy has no limit, my Lord. You had already created the wind and opened the roof for us so that there will be natural ventilation. Lord, your ways are your ways. Thank you so much for doing this. The disciple was a little upset with the master. He thought something is wrong and yet the master is feeling grateful for it. Did something go wrong with the master during the penance? The master and disciple went into the hut. Before I continue the story, you need to remember two important statements. If you can catch these two statements, your life will be more peaceful. Number one, a complaining mind is never calm. The disciple had a complaining mind, so he could not sleep. He was tossing and turning at night, unable to sleep. Number two, a grateful heart is always peaceful. The master was full of gratitude, so he had a peaceful sleep. I repeat the two sentences. A complaining mind is never peaceful. A grateful heart is always peaceful. You are not peaceful in life not because everything is going wrong. You are not peaceful because you have developed the habit of complaining about things. 
that are not up to your expectations you complain about everything when it is a month of may or june you complain about the heat when it is december you complain about the cold either way you find reason to complain if it rains you have a problem if it doesn't rain you have a problem if there is a traffic jam due to road construction then you have a problem if roads are not excellent even then you have a problem if we keep complaining we can be never peaceful people who are calm are not calm because everything is going right for them in life they are calm because they have somehow developed this beautiful habit of looking at what is going right for them they feel grateful for whatever is going right in their lives let's go back to the story of the master and the disciple the master slept peacefully but the disciple could not sleep the winds had built clouds and the clouds are turned into a downpour it started pouring and the roof was open the disciple got so angry because the rain was falling inside he went outside the hut and stood standing angrily just next to him he saw a master gently raising his hands in prayer then he was dancing in the rain saying lord your ways are your ways thank you so much recognizing that we have not taken a bath for 6 months you have brought this celestial shower to cleanse us thank you so much then he continued to dance the disciple got very upset about this he went to the master and said master there is a limit for everything in life and this is the limit everything is going wrong and you are going on saying lord your ways are your ways what are you grateful for when everything is going wrong pay attention to what the master said the master stopped his dance and turned toward the disciple he told the disciple do you know one thing i don't even know if god exists or not i don't even know whom i am praying to and i don't even know if someone will ever answer my prayers but one thing i know is my approach to life is keeping me happy i feel grateful for everything in life and this is keeping me happy so this is a right approach to life your attitude of complaining about everything in life is making you miserable always that's a wrong approach to life the master raised his hands gracefully and began his dance once again he said lord your ways are your ways by giving such a disciple you make me understand you much better thank you my lord your ways are your ways he continued to dance the disciple kept staring at the master for some time eventually he realized that the master was right he understood that complaining about everything in life was not giving him happiness being grateful for everything in life was providing the master satisfaction so the disciple gently raised his hands in prayer he did not have the grace of his master and he danced awkwardly he said lord your ways are your ways thank you so much by giving such a master you help even people like me understand you better thank you lord your ways are your ways now that we have learned how being grateful helps us and keeps us happy in life let's learn some ways to practice gratitude especially during difficult times so how do you know how much you have 
Now the question is, how do you know how much you have? Always count your blessings. Never focus on your troubles. As long as you keep counting your problems and keep saying, this is not there, that is not okay, or he is not behaving appropriately, you will keep complaining about everything. All of us have regrets and complaints. Some of us complain about not having a sibling or a role model in the family. Some others may complain about not getting enough attention during their childhood as they were one among many children. Some people complain about lack of deep-rooted values as they were brought up in the city. Some others will say that because they were from a village, they never had any exposure to city life. What we need to understand is counting our troubles will not take us anywhere in life. So start counting your blessings from today. Number one, look for a hidden opportunity. In bad times, look for an opportunity that may exist but may not be so obvious. For example, a job loss can present all kinds of fears but perhaps it is time to change life's direction and look for work that is more suited to your talents and passions. Life changes. Even the bad ones can lead to good things and be the blessings of a lifetime. Number two, create a gratitude list. Are there 10, 20, 30 and 50 things you can be grateful for? Try 100. This attitude may be easy for some people, but for others, this may be a little complicated. Start to think about the things that you may be taking for granted, like your warm bed, a hot cup of coffee, the unconditional love of a child or your health. You may refer to your gratitude list when you are feeling down. Blessings exist everywhere. Author and educator William Arthur Ward said, Gratitude can transform common days into thanksgivings, turn routine jobs into joy, and change ordinary opportunities into blessings. Number three, stop complaining for 21 calendar days. Complaining feels good, right? But when complaining becomes a habit, it creates negativity that attracts even more negativity. Pastor Will Bowen from Christ Church Unity in Kansas City wrote the book, A Complaint-Free World, How to Stop Complaining and Start Enjoying the Life You Always Wanted. His book was developed from an experiment in which he asked his congregation to form the habit of gratitude of not complaining for 21 consecutive days. The time it takes to start a new habit According to psychologists, over 6 million people in more than 80 countries participated in the pastor's complaint-free challenge. Taking up this challenge may help you to live your life with, with a more grateful perspective. Number 4. Express your gratitude. Expressing gratitude to loved ones and strangers every day can be uplifting for both the giver and the receiver. We are often so consumed with our daily routines and obligations that we may take people for granted. People who may require some thankfulness are teachers, bus drivers, postmen, bankers, 
restaurant workers a friend or family member who always provides encouragement and love and even a coworker who's continually lending a hand number 5 make gratitude a habit retraining our brains to think about everything that one can be grateful for can be life changing in good or bad times one of the ways to do this is to create gratitude affirmations best selling author louise hay believes in the power of affirmations to change one's life she says we must become aware of what we think and recommends that we make a list of the negative messages that come to mind we can then go through this list and begin to understand why we don't have what we want in life create gratitude affirmations write them on pieces of paper and place or paste them where you can read them regularly number 6 meditate in gratitude set aside a time each day to think of gratitude and to create a gratitude prayer this time allotment helps to deepen gratefulness and puts the practice of meditation into your daily routine studies have shown that meditation can reduce stress increase health and improve memory meditating in gratitude is a sure way to bring about more peace and happiness into your life we already covered in details of meditation in the previous chapter number 7 each day is a gift while you are waking up today someone else was taking their last breath be thankful for this day don't waste it before the day begins is an excellent time to reflect on all there is to be grateful for this reflection kick starts the day with feelings of hope peace and happiness you can start by simply thank you for the day as soon as you wake up this thankfulness attitude sets the right frame of mind first thing in the morning and helps you begin your day on a good note this is much better than starting the day with negative thoughts there is a beautiful video called a good day by brother david steindel rast he talks about the day being gift to us brother david says the only appropriate response to this gift is gratefulness the practice of gratitude can help you during your low points in life turning your thoughts of despair into ideas of goodness so view your worst situations with a grateful eye and know that being thankful makes you stronger more resilient healthier and happier key takeaways warren buffett was asked by an interviewer how do i become rich warren replied to become rich first you will have to feel rich the interviewer then asked how do i feel rich to that warren smiled and responded to feel rich you will have to be happy with what you have herald habart once said all my life i was in the blues because i had no shoes until i saw a man who had no feet so it is just a matter of perspective 
your whole perspective will change if you start counting your blessings so from today please stop asking why me god why me god for all my troubles instead say thank you god for all my blessings develop a new perspective on life develop gratitude for life take a stock of all that you are left with put that to use make it count it does not matter how much you have what really matters is what you do with what you have how will you ensure that you always use what you have count your blessings never your troubles instead of asking why me god why me god for all your troubles say why me god why me god for all your blessings a complaining mind is never peaceful a grateful heart is always peaceful thank you for listening to this episode i want to thank my gurus mahatriya ra from whom i learned a lot and got inspired by him gautam buddha for his simplistic teachings and meaningful quotes shri aswath for his wealth of scriptural knowledge and finally my family for their constant guidance and support i talked about them in detail in episode 1 of this podcast series we learned about developing gratitude in this chapter this concludes the part 2 of this podcast series in part 3 of this series we will understand what stress is and what success is and how we can handle stress and success effectively as i said in the beginning of this episode i will publish one episode every sunday until i complete all 18 chapters from my book i sincerely urge people to listen to this podcast series and take complete advantage of its contents happy listening stay calm and positive